Good morning to my listeners. Uh, this is Jill D'Arpino with AftermathOfSuicide.com. We finally have a sunny day here on the East Coast. Uh, it is 20 degrees out, so we're having a heat wave. Um, and it <laughs> actually feels like 10, according to the weather. So, don't know where all of you live, but hope it's somewhere warmer. Um, anyway, what I'm going to talk about today is the, I call the forgotten soldier. Um, sadly, and, and I, this is near and dear to me because my son was a veteran, and so I heard a lot of things on the inside, what goes on that the news doesn't tell you. Unless you have a military um, friend, family member, you really don't know the real truth. But according to Stars and Stripes, 17 veterans a day take their life. Uh, between, <clears throat> excuse me, 11, between 11 to 20 out of 100 from Iraqi freedom suffer with PTSD. Between 12 to 100 veterans from the Gulf War suffer from PTSD. And 15 to 100 Vietnam veterans suffer from PTSD. 30% of Vietnam veterans come home with PTSD. They really, that was an atrocity. and That was just terrible. And of course, back then, they didn't get the care that the veterans today are getting. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, you know, it. this is just alarming and they need to be more taken care of you know um and why i call this the forgotten soldier is because when they're released to go home they have like an hour um of a of a speech right from their commander um telling them what to prepare for when they leave well <laughs> these people many of them have been in there for years uh my son four years and they're just sent home, you know, thanks for your service, uh, see you later. And many of them go home to no one. Uh, their spouses have left them. And when you suffer with depression, PTSD, you just going home to an empty house. And you have to remember, you know, they're used to their tribe. <clears throat> you know, these people um, have been with their family. That's family to them. And they're sent home to now do what? Like, they're used to a routine, getting up, you know, running, making their bed, whatever they do. And I had read this um, in an article somewhere, and it, and it said from a veteran, you never feel more alive <clears throat> or more connected, sorry, <clears throat> to many in that combat field, you know, they have their neurotransmitters firing at a high speed. And they're all of a sudden just sent home. You know, it's my son didn't leave the house for a month when he first came home. And I know that by speaking to a lot of my Mike's army buddy friends that tell me, you know, what it's like that camaraderie that they have, um, it's very lonely, which doesn't help to add to their depression. Um, you know, and especially what the soldiers give up, 
you know, they give up holidays with their families, the birth of their children, they get shit food, shitty pay. Um, you know, whether they signed up or not, they're still, you know, this isn't the best comfort. They're sleeping on a cot. Um, my son had told me when he was in Iraq that it was 125 degrees out and the generators would go out. Um, these guys have full gear on. They're, they don't get shorts and, you know, a little tank top. I mean, they get full gear and their backpack weighs 70 pounds. So they're packing all that. And sometimes they even have to carry another soldier. So, you know, just saying, um, a soldier mentioned this to me. He said, you know, it's nice when people will say, thanks for your service, but it, it's, it, it would mean more if they'd actually stop and 